way back. That we are. Episode 9, baby. That's it. Woo! Yes. Oh, joined by Stella. Yes. Once again. Yeah. The original. <laughs> now with her own microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. She yeah. Yeah. Out this time. Apologies. Yeah, I'm glad I was there for the first one, though. Yeah. yeah. Had, to be there. Had to be there. It was a bit of a shame you were kind of like not in the circle, though. You didn't have a mic and headset. That was kind of lame. Yeah. Oh, well. I tried to contribute. Yeah. That <laughs> oh, was good. Well, you're back in properly this time. That's the main thing. Yeah, and um, we've, what's our topic? Well, we've got a pretty interesting one. It's We're kind of just talking about like global warming and environmental stuff and what we should all be concerned about and should be a bigger issue today. It's a, it's a learning one for me especially. Just yeah. I mean, I, I know a little bit about, you know, that whole environment kind of thing, but, um, you know, I'm always interested more to find out yeah. about that kind of shit. Yeah, I can't say I know too much either, so it's good to have Stella And on. especially someone that's studying it as well. Yeah, I'm like so happy to be able to like finally start to learn more about it because you can't really like do that at school. No, like, no, that's they, not a subject. Yeah, they really. don't have a course, and like that's what I've always really been interested mm, in. Like mm. even in primary school, like people used to get annoyed because if I saw someone like pull a leaf off a tree, I'd be like, oh no, like <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not okay. Yeah, <laughs> no. Well, you're perfect for it. You're yeah, definitely yeah, meant yeah. to be. Yeah, no. Yeah. But why, actually, why is that that they don't teach that in school? It's pretty crazy. It definitely should be. I, like, I honestly think that'll be something that we see change. Oh, yeah. it has to be. Mm. Well, yeah. especially now, like, you know, we see all the climate change protests all around the world with, mm. you know, Greta Thunberg. And yeah, and, like, kids are really into yeah, it now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's yeah. so good because, like, just, like, make it normal. Yeah, definitely. And the younger generation, it'll just become, like, such a normal focus. I yeah, think. I think that will definitely be a subject. Yeah. What would they call it? environmental studies mm. yeah yeah i guess but that, well yeah. it's, a, it's a general enough yeah well and the um, good thing is about it, it's like not um you also get to learn about your general science with it too because it kind of incorporates quite a lot yeah what, what do you think the closest subject that we have is biology biology yeah, yeah. and maybe geography yeah yeah actually geography. yeah yeah because my um my major is called like global environment and sustainability yeah, oh, yeah. So that's a good like broad yeah yeah because i'm studying global studies um and which is a new degree like they haven't even had their first graduates yet um and there's um yes my major is global environment and sustainability um with a focus on environmental science Mm. and it's just broad at the moment like covering all the basics um very similar like what we learned this year was very similar to what david attenborough talked about Oh, in so his cool. newest movie. I still need to watch that. I oh, said that I was going to watch it. I so said good. I was going to watch it for this podcast, but didn't oh, get around to it. Wow. You had heaps of time as well because no, we delayed. No, I know, I know. <laughs> I will watch it. Yeah, yeah. you better. Well, you're I, probably going to learn about most of the stuff he talks about tonight. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah. It is a good, it's a scary, like, scary thing to watch. My mum tried to watch it and she was, like, a bit depressed by it. Mm. But you have to watch the whole thing because it is depressing for most of the part, but then they get to the end and then he kind of gives you hope. Yeah. Yeah, Optimism. that's the best. Yeah, because we didn't actually learn about like the possible future changes. Yeah, and that's what I found so interesting because he had like really futuristic ideas and like images of like um, just sustainable energy. Yeah, yeah how yeah. cool that could be, and yeah. And it doesn't seem like too like far fetched. It seems no. very doable. It, oh, that's completely. That's the thing. It is. It's just, I just yeah. Well, I think the main problem is you know it's never been the center focus, especially for younger generations. But now, like I said before, with all the the younger generations kind of coming on board with that, mm. and it's people, are, it shows that people are more interested. Yeah. I think it will definitely, you know, pe- they will make that a subject. And yeah, like the like 
civilization needs to force the people that actually have the control to make yeah. changes because UN well, has been like trying for ages mm. but like the superpowers like America and China and stuff they're way more focused on individual benefit and income and yeah. the economies and it's just well I think it's also so important for teaching the younger generation because it's their future right so yeah. they ought to know from a young age yeah. what how, how important the environment is and what we can do to sustain the environment yeah they'll be the most affected <laughs> yeah exactly. well, I, I feel like when we our generation and younger generations and of, compared to us grow up mm. it'll be quite nice to see how it shifts because the dynamic oh, yeah. at the moment is very self-centered and i feel like people are just you know living in their kind of a different we're kind of the last generation of that yeah like, like, like mm, capitalist society yeah, yeah. We, we are definitely the the change like our generation and millennials kind of, but that our generation, what are we, Generation Z? 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 Yeah, yeah Generation like Z is kind of the, the like changing point. Mm. And hopefully there'll be a, a real big drive. And I think it'll be quite interesting to see when we grow up and get older to see yeah, what happens. Well, hopefully for the better. Well, I can, I, I can even see with my 10-year-old sister, like the things that she is learning. Like, again, it's not the... Um, it's not a specific subject about it, but like I can see that they're focusing much more on the environment at mm. school. Like they collect apple stickers and things like that. I, I don't know what Beach for. Beach cleanups. Yeah, 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 that kind of thing. You know, um, I collected apple stickers. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? That's a Gladstone thing. I oh, think. maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah, but it's definitely, cool. it's definitely cool, didn't do that, at Westmere. I think they're just encouraging you to eat apples so you're healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Apple a day keeps the doctor away. Fuck yeah. Did you hear that saying? Oh, yeah. Luca oh, is that saying. Yeah, I, I'm the epitome <laughs> of that saying. Luca apples. Yeah. Yeah. Man's got an addiction. Yeah. People are addicted to drugs, alcohol. Luca's addicted to apples. Yeah. <laughs> they need to make a vice documentary on me. I've the, seen a good apple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the apple muncher. I, I can just see an apple and I have the sense that is a good apple. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to talk about before we get, start probably getting into the podcast is um, back to Stella's kind of relationship to the subject is your sea cleaners like yeah. if you just want to give a little explanation of like what like how because stella's definitely lives by this cult, like code of the environment and it kind of she's done a few mm. things and if you want to talk about what you've done with sea cleaners and stuff yeah well i'm really lucky because my parents like raised me like that mm. my mom's kind of like happy yoga mom like we yeah. would always go on beach trips and she'd get us outside whenever we we could um, and my dad's so important for Kiwi kids, though. Yeah, right? and we're so lucky. Yeah, to, yeah. to be able to do that. I learned we have within an hour of Auckland today, we have 102 beaches we can go to. Oh, just in so Auckland. Cool. With, within an hour from the Auckland centre, we have, there's 102 beaches you can go to. Is there like a like any other country that can do that? Probably not unless they're an island, which is all a beach. But <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Well, yeah, not like a big country like New Zealand though. Mm. Anyway, mm. sorry. Um, yeah, and she just always recycled and before like you know at home and like saved soft plastics and stuff um and then my dad coming from like a, a maori perspective has always placed like a high value in caring for the land and respecting it and always picking up any rubbish you see around see that's so cool that's what we definitely need more of yeah like, something i mean it's not something that i lacked well it, it is something i lacked in it's mm. not like my parents didn't care about the environment or anything but it's they weren't it wasn't, wasn't a focus yeah exactly exactly yeah. and you know uh, again that's just kind of what i hope to see more yeah um yeah so sea cleaners um is this really cool new zealand organization that started uh pretty much exactly 20 years ago um when oh, i didn't realize it was that old yeah hayden that's cool. yeah hayden smith 
he started yep. it. Um, and I've known him since I was a little girl because um, he was based in Titarangi where my dad lived. And he used to take people on kayak like trips out to Rangitoto Island. Ah, awesome. Yeah, and he would just see so much rubbish in the harbour. And he was like, like, oh my gosh, mm. this isn't like cool. It doesn't look we, nice. Yeah, what yeah. can we do about this kind of thing? Yeah, so he basically uh, basically just started picking up the rubbish himself or on a kayak. Yeah. Um, and then he got a couple of friends into it. And then um, he just managed to like accumulate more and more people. And the government started funding him. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so sick. Yeah. yeah, hard. That's always a big, like, boost, you know? Mm. Like, you know, you, you're doing it for yourself, but also for the environment. But then when the government starts funding you, and yeah. it's like, okay, so there are people that actually care and are supporting me. Yeah, well, they need it as well, because the reason our beaches aren't full of rubbish is literally because of sand cleaners. Oh, really? Our harbours would be full. Are they the biggest, like, contributor when when it comes to cleaning the Yeah, they're the only and... one. Like, they're out there every day. Like oh, teams, wow. they take volunteers out. Like I've been on a couple trips, even to like Rangitoto Island. So there's there's, bad. there's no other groups out there doing that kind of thing. In, no, in Hawaii? yeah. Um, well, just they, specifically in Auckland, I mean. They um do Auckland and um somewhere up north. They also oh, kind of a station, um and it's really cool. They just got funded by um, Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah. so yeah. ironic. So, yeah, <laughs> well, because they're one of the biggest like things they find out mm. out there like heaps of coca-cola bottles yeah that's kind of nice yeah. I'm, I'm glad they're doing that yeah, yeah they bought them like a fleet <laughs> a fleet yeah like they funded like a few boats for them like i think it was like oh. five. Oh, yeah. that's pretty good yeah Holy shit. yeah yeah they're probably coke's probably like fuck how can we cover this shit up yeah <laughs> and they'll probably like have their name on the boat and yeah, all yeah. so it's like oh we care it's definitely <laughs> motherfuckers. it wouldn't have been the ceo's idea it's like yeah. the pr motherfucker yeah telling you, you need to get on board with this yeah. so we don't look like the bad guys yeah 100 percent. that's yeah. good they're doing it though oh yeah 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 for sure yeah um yeah but, so but- anyways yeah, because I was going to say, you went to Hawaii to yeah. go clean up the beaches and do that kind of jazz, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, it was really awesome because they chose uh, five Kiwi students um, to go with them to Hawaii. Yeah. Um, and it was paired with Billabong Australia. So we had... Um, like not, not sponsored, by the way, us. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Same. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, like Billabong surfers, and they were all really cool. And then some people from Japan... And um, that was, I think it was like three, and then some surf life um, guards as well from Japan. Um, because we're all the countries, or well, a few, around the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Um, so we went to Hawaii because they have um, the current that brings heaps of rubbish from the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Ah, okay. Yeah, because yep. it's quite close. Um, but it's on this really secluded area of uh, Kona. Yeah. Um, and, like, the public don't see it. Like, when we first got to Hawaii, um, we, we got on the bus, and she was like, oh, like, who are you guys? Because she saw our sea cleaner um, tops, and we were like, oh, we've just come to, like, clean up um, the rubbish from this um, polluted beach. Mm. And she was like, what? We don't have any rubbish here. Like, we're so, like, we're clean. It's, uh, like, even... I don't know the name of their famous beaches or anything like that, but I'm sure... Waikiki. That... Oh, okay, yeah. Honolulu, yeah. So, do, did you go to those beaches? Yeah, yeah. And did they have mass amounts of rubbish on it as well? No, it's mm. nice. It's, it's like, pretty clean there. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure that's just, like, out of the way of the current. Yeah. Like, so this beach, we had to go off-roading for a little bit. Um, Fun. It's, yeah, it was cool, but 
oh my gosh, when we got there, like, there was more rubbish than sand. Is. Oh my god! And that's weird to think because you think Hawaii, like beautiful beaches, like yeah. pristine, pure, kind of like the New Zealand pure. You know, well, how you specific island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it would be beautiful. So mm. to hear something like that's kind of shocking. And to be honest, I saw the photos that you took, and it's horrendous. Like it's yeah. actually insane. It must and they so don't do it justice. No, yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, we all just stood there for a little bit to take it in because I was like, oh my gosh, like this we, is a lot worse than I yeah. expected, kind of thing. And we had a team of forty. Um, oh. And we were there for a couple of days. I I really didn't feel like we made a dent. Oh no! Like we picked up all the like the big stuff. Yeah. But the issue is that like with the the waves and the rocks that it just gets broken down into microplastics. Mm. Um, and like that's what the fish eat, and that's what they get poisoned by. And Jesus. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually say, but National Geographic was also with us, um, oh. filming the whole trip. That's, that's awesome. Ma- that's mad. Yeah. An- another big boost for you guys. Yeah. When yeah. I heard that, I was literally like, can I come? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. Um, what did they film so much? Like, did they, were they just following you guys and kind of making a documentary about what you guys um, were doing or? They, yeah, there was definitely like a segment about that, but I think they were also looking at um, volcanic um, eruptions and oh, stuff. Okay. Like they went up the mountain. Yeah. I think they were doing an overall like Kona trip. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was really interesting. Um, just the random stuff you found as well, like things from like years ago. Just how it hadn't done anything. It was still there. It hadn't yeah. disintegrated or anything. That's terrifying. Because how long does it actually take for plastic to decompose? Like it's in a ridiculous amount of years, right? Mm, yeah, they, they don't really know. So that, it's, it's, it's that bad. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the horrible thing that they... And that's it's a well-known fact now. And the fact mm. that they just keep making it. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense in my brain. I feel like that's where education becomes such an important tool. Like, yeah. the, the more we educate younger people to realise how significantly, well, how dangerous this stuff is. Yeah. And yeah. how much we have an impact and how it's not going to go away. Yeah. yeah. Surely we'll start to change, but... It'll outlive us all. Mm. And it's quite, quite easily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's also sad because, yes, we pick up all the rubbish, but where does it go next? It goes to a landfill. Yeah. You know, it just goes back into the earth. Mm-hmm. Oh. how about because yeah i never as a kid i never understood because like oh it's all good it's going to a landfill like it's good the rubbish we pick up goes to a landfill this always stuck out to me as a kid but i'm like how is that any better just making one big ass pile and putting it in the ground mm. like sure well, i don't know if there's a better solution but can we well, can we not recycle any of this um you can't really recycle that stuff because it's like it's dirty and like you'd uh, have to like clean it all which is so expensive and yeah like, there's stuff in it but what I was meaning to ask real quick before I forget the putting it into a landfill. Do you know actually like how what it does to the land and how like obviously it leaches the dirt and the, it contaminates it. But do you know what it does in the long run, or is it just a waste of space? It's kind of yeah. It's kind of just a waste of space. Which and... could be more useful, more valuable things like actual mm. land and trees and. Well, you know the um, Westmere Dog Park. Do you do you know where that is? Yeah, is that the one by? Um, uh... Seddon Fields. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that actually used to be a landfill, I believe. Oh. I believe, yeah, and they turned that into a park. Yeah, you can kind of you can cover it up later yeah. on. Like there's um, last time I went to Fargate with my dad, we were driving around, and he was like, "What? There used to be a massive landfill here, mm. and they turned it into like a nice like field and a, like a pathway oh, okay. and a walk and stuff." Oh, is oh is it the one? Um, where's that one? The by the estuary. Yes, yeah. I think I've talked about that with my dad. Yeah, it's crazy. It yeah. was massive, and it does not look like it was land. It just yeah. looks kind of nice. It's kind of lumpy. Yeah. Um, which, so you can kind of see, but um, 
there's like a like little hills around and things. Oh, that's that's trippy. That's yeah. terrifying to think that there's like tons and tons or hundreds of tons of trash underneath your feet. Yeah, but it's sad as well because like most countries, New Zealand is really bad. Send all our like rubbish away, like to like oh, India, okay. so that like and we can put it there. Yeah, it's not yeah. our problem and trash their country instead. Mm. Oh, that's so fucked yeah. up. Yeah, but I think they've started saying no. Like they Good. literally can't take more. That's yeah. so sad because you see those videos of like children walking through rubbish, like the yeah. um, those massive fields of trash, and they like go and look for like recyclable materials, like computer parts and shit like that. Mm. Just children in filth. Oh, that's so fucked up. That's why we need to change this shit. We can't have mm. kids like these poor motherfuckers walking around in trash trying to pick up parts so they can make tiny amounts of money so they can live. Yeah, mm. no. we're very fortunate here. Oh god, yes. Yeah. But yeah, so um, back to the sea cleaners thing. Um, so yeah, you went and tried to clean the beach. I would, the other question I had: How much? Do you know how much weight you actually from the couple of days you were cleaning? Do you know what you like picked uh, up? I know that's a bit of do you in the deep end. There was definitely a value. Can't remember? No, I can't remember. I can imagine it was tons and tons of shit, though. Yeah, it was heaps of... Yeah, it was heaps of shit. We had um, heaps of ropes, which oh. was really confusing. And, like, we found, like, tires and... Oh. Bro, who yeah, would just like, tuck big stuff. What? Yeah. It's the Homer Simpsons of the world. <laughs> yeah, bro, literally. Mm. If you watch a Simpsons movie, yeah. you're all assholes. You're all Homer Simpson. <laughs> I remember, um, like, you just walk down the beach. You could sit down for half an hour just picking up all the little pieces around you like just within your within your little area like hates people were just Jesus. sitting down i need to see some just... photos of this after yeah the body. yeah i have videos and stuff God, yeah it's it's fucking depressing as shit mm, mm. Mm. it's good though it's a good like maybe we reality can po- check to be honest i think i'll post a picture for the um when i post on instagram i'll yep. post that picture if you yep. have it if yeah. you're all right with that yeah yeah definitely um and one of my friends she did like a time lapse of her like filling a plastic bottle, oh. just sitting down in one spot, and then she's picking up all the all the plastic around. God yeah, damn. yeah, that's Very fucked sad. up. Um. <sighs> anyway, we did prepare some questions to ask you. Yeah. Um. Just kind of about the general things that you're studying at uni, and yeah, just to give you know myself and Cameron a bit of insight and whoever's listening. Uh, motherfucking 14 listeners <laughs> hell yeah um, we appreciate y'all yeah yeah thanks guys <laughs> um hopefully this one gets us a bit more traction i well hope did the last one do all right i don't know because we posted i haven't checked soundcloud but we posted it on um, oh, yeah. spotify and Everyone... i'm not i'm not entirely sure how the accurate the numbers are because we posted on that other platform first yeah. and then but yeah oh it know. doesn't matter We'll do it anyways. We we love you all the same, and we're doing it for fun. Exactly. Yes, enjoyment. Yes. Alrighty. Well, so yeah, back to just the where we're going to go with this, but we pretty much kind of just have some like overarching themes that we kind of want to look into about the environment and things that happen. Climate change. Yeah, population, the all this sort of shit. The different subcategories of like overall environment impact. Kind fucking of thing. Yeah. how we're fucking the earth. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So to start us off. Uh, we're going to talk about the population um, and how it's getting a little bit too big. Yep. Uh, and our first question was like, how can we decrease the rate of a growing population? What can we do to manage it? Uh, and potentially like, um, you know, what will it do if we have a population we can't sustain? Yeah. So obviously the population has been growing exponentially. Yeah. Um, and the, the main issue they found is um, like poverty. 
Like oh. you see in poorer countries, they have a higher birth rate c- compared to death rate. Like in third world countries? Kind yeah, of thing. like developing yeah. countries. Um, and this, this can be combated by um, increasing education. Okay. Especially among women. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And like decreasing the, the time of the first, like the first childbirth. Mm. Um, and especially um, like making it clear that economic success comes from having less children. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. have like both parents having a job. Yeah, so because, I mean, wasn't it a few years back, I don't know when, but China implemented that law where you were only allowed to have oh, yeah. um, one child? Only one child, yeah, because yeah. their population was insane. Mm. Um, yeah, and obviously that was like quite negatively, negatively impacted for their population because now they just have two, like not enough young people and such yeah. an old population. So are they an aging population at the moment? Yeah, I'd say so. And, like, you can't really... Because, obviously, we have, like, a massive um, elderly population because of the baby boom. Yeah. And there's, like, nothing you can do about that. That's just, like, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that will level out our population a little bit. Um, But, yeah, Japan is a good example of how they've managed to kind of decrease the increasing birth rate right so like their values at zero like their population doesn't change um death rate and birth rate are equal yeah so like i said um before the podcast is balanced essentially so there are as many babies getting born as there are people dying yeah is that correct yeah yeah it's quite hard i was just doing a little bit of googling and um because i wanted to see how fast like the because the human obviously the like population's getting way bigger way faster than like faster mm. than we've ever seen obviously um so i went back to 1951 yeah. and we had two and a half billion people and in 1990 we had five billion people but from 1990 to 2020 we've gone to 7.8 billion yeah. so you can see like the, like so in 30 years we've gone up We've two billion. We've yeah, we've completely like blown out of the water. So Jesus yeah, from Christ. like or let's, let's all quantify that, this a bit it's all more. All that good music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man. Yeah. Um, let's get it on. But yeah, from like, <laughs> bruh, not wrong. <laughs> Imagine how many people have fucked that song. <laughs> oh it's, it's, it's the song, mate. Oh, <laughs> it is really the song. It's the baby making song. Yeah. yeah from, and contraception. That's a good point. Yeah, was, that needs to be available for yeah. all countries. It, it, True. Well, that kind of goes what you were saying before with the um, education yeah yeah and because a lot of um developing countries they need to have a lot of children so that they can support them when they're older mm. like like they need to have a lot of sons so that they can make money yeah um so yeah it's just hard in places like, i don't know a lot about this but i have heard a little bit like places like india and china fuck it's so shit especially if you're out in the country uh, and you have a daughter, those daughters pretty much just get sold off because they're completely useless to them. Well, they get seen as being useless because they can't work out in the field and stuff. Yeah, and they they would always or often choose the son to get an education over the daughter. Yeah, that's so fucked up. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like I, 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 I do blame them, but like I understand why they have these views, but it's so like sad that this is what they're forced to because they think that their sons can are the only ones that can do anything. Well, it doesn't start from them as well. It's that their society will accept and like more encourage the son to get better jobs. Like, like educated woman just won't go as far. That's so fucked up. 
but yeah sorry extremely old-fashioned real quick yeah. before i i we move on from this but yeah so from 1951 we had two and a half billion people and then in 2000 uh we had six billion so we went up pretty much um four billion people however so from six uh six billion from in 2000 to 2020 we went up almost 2 billion people in just 20 years compared to 50 years where we went up six yeah God that's, damn. that's that's crazy so it just shows you how fast it's increasing something i'd be curious to see is like the hypothesis of what it will be like in like another 20 years because again you said before it's exponential right well so, i can have a look unless we do something about it yeah well back to the question well it is decreasing Oh, it is? Yeah, the, um, like, the birth rate, like, the birth rate is decreasing. Okay. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. people, like, the population is increasing, but the birth rate is decreasing as education increases. And, okay. Yeah. So and we like, are slowly hitting on the right path. Yeah, and Western countries, they're becoming more like Japan. Mm. Like, families are starting to have less kids. Yep. Especially older as well. Like, other families are starting to have kids that's older. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That, yeah. No, I think yeah. that's an important thing to Well, that's happening in New Zealand about. quite significantly. Yeah. Because, well, you go back to the 50s and people would have kids as soon as they're married, which would be 20. early 20s. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and they might have, you know, a further 15 years of having kids. So, mm. I just quickly hear how you asked what the estimation is. Because um, I have heard this before. Because it's supposed to, like... Oh, it said by the end of the tw- by the late twenty first century, we're supposed to hit about ten point nine billion, um, which is supposed to be like the line we can't cross. Like once we get past ten, it's from what I was saying. Well, anyway. So eighty years from now, we're only going to go yeah. up three billion. But it says roughly. we can't. We literally don't have. From what I'm reading, we just mm. can't support more than that. Yeah, it's called the Malthusian trap. <laughs> oh, that sounds interesting. What is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Thomas Malthus. Um, in 1798. Okay. Yeah, he's, old motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He um, had this prediction, and he's gone out of fashion and, and like more popular like as the time gone on. Before his time. Yeah, okay. because he kind of predicted it too early. Yeah. He didn't like the so the Malthusian trap is like food production has like been increasing. You know, as time's gone on, we've gotten better at making food. Yeah. Um, but he has like predicted that like human population will exceed this ability and you know it'll be exponential and then just pass the food production which is linear yeah um and then that'll just be a point where we can't support our population um Jesus. and he predicted it way too early because he didn't expect like all the technological advancements yeah, we'd yeah, have yeah, yeah. like yeah like farming animals and plants and stuff yeah do you um but well, he was living in a completely different time yeah. So there's no way you could kind of predict what we have yeah. now. But it is inaccurate. Like, that will be the main issue for our population. Yeah, because we, we're already seeing, like, a lot of, obviously, hunger problems in, like, less developed countries. Will, when we get to this stage with the population, do you think that it will also be prominent in Western countries that are fully developed? Like, we won't have, we'll have food shortages? Or do you think we'll just be worse in developing countries? Yeah, that's the problem with the capitalist society. Like, like people say it's good, um... But like only for the Western countries, like they enjoy the luxuries mm. and like the world is like the richest it's ever been, mm. but like poverty is actually only increasing. Yeah. So I, I don't see how 
so you you get yeah a small like a, a small percentage of the scheme of things get to enjoy that luxury yeah but there's well you said a really interesting um what did you say to me the other day uh, it was like capitalism truth for every luxury you enjoy someone else in the world suffers yeah and that hit me because you're so right because you think about it everything you own from clothes to literally like Mm. mundane little things someone in china or india or there's a developing country has to slave away and do horrible shit to make it and Mm. every drink you buy every plastic bottle you know they're doing they're like slave labor yeah yeah and even like afterwards like that overall makes us all suffer because there's just nowhere for it to go yeah because and then yeah the hell shit is that they make it for us and go through all this horrible process of making it and Mm. then they literally get it dumped back on their fucking country yeah yeah bro that is so fucked up what a shit world and i feel like people know about this but this is not important enough yeah Mm. that's literally all i can think about i understand why uni made you so like like intense about it I, bruh yeah. that would make me fucking angry yeah. but it is now mm. yeah it's literally crazy that's actually a bit of a revelation because i've thought about this before but you know you don't think about it properly yeah yeah oh man that's... And I, yeah and i haven't learned as much about it but like free trade it's so promoted like like once again like western countries so that they can like get the the products from developing countries with the raw materials like india and yeah, yeah. all those places africa and then they're like, oh, yes, it's free trade. It's really good for you. Give it back to us. They make the products and they just sell them back to them. And, like, they're so stuck in the debt from when they, like, forced, um, like, wow. colonization to end and decolonization and the World Bank, which is refusing to, like, cut their debt off. Mm. And it's just it's a horrible system. They're just literally stuck in a shit cycle that was created by other people and they are, are stuck. Yeah. That's That's so fucked up. Mm. anyways next question yeah, that was yeah. a that was a great mood booster yeah. <laughs> uh, okay so the next one was uh will we have the resources to support population and what can we do i feel like we kind of talked about that yeah. yeah we did cover that um but yeah basically the amount of meat we're consuming it's not sustainable yeah it, it can't continue back to what podcast episode four four yeah with Weijan. Yeah, he was right it's too right literally mm. it's just it just takes up too much space. And well, I was going to say, just like, I think we touched on it before in episode four about um, the fake meat kind of thing. I wonder if we'll see that. Mock becomes, meats. Yeah, the mock meats. If we'll see that become more of the norm in our lifetime. Yeah. And lots of vegetables oh, yeah, can be yeah, like yeah, really course. like tasty and can be similar to meat like shiitake mushrooms. Mm. They're like apparently a really good um, substitute. Tastes really meaty. But I think the problem is, is like, how can we make this accessible? Because especially in New Zealand, vegetables are more expensive than meat, mm. right? Like yeah. the, for per like the quantity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's like, you know, people are always going to love the taste of meat, and it's going to take a very long time if we start to see that kind of change where people stop eating meat. Um, but that's where I think the mock meat comes in because people are going to want to keep eating that. But then if people are becoming more environmentally aware and educated, you know, they'll start more, more and more families will start um, eating mock meat. And yeah, do you think, do you think we'll get to a point in our lifetimes where we'll see, like, we don't really have a choice, but to turn to consuming more vegetables, like, will it be like, we don't have an option to like produce this much meat. We have to just turn to vegetables and people will be forced to, change their diets do you think we'll get to that point i definitely think we will kind of be forced to have more vegetables in our diet yeah and i wonder if one day because they they're gonna have to decrease the amount of meat in the world yeah if one day it's literally like 
divvied out. Yeah, like, imagine it's like a luxury. Many, yeah, this is how many people you have in your family. This is how much meat Ooh. you can have in a week. God, that would, that would, that's like yeah, that's interesting thought. Yeah, that would be like some you know, World treat. War Two, World War Two rationing type yeah. shit, but like yeah. kind of needed. Mm. Yeah, I'll be sad. <laughs> the, the thing is, um, like fishing, it's not done sustainably at the moment, but it can be. Yeah, with like fishing zones, which David Attenborough talks about in his movie as well. Like, uh, if you just have select fishing zones, yeah, the the ocean outside will become overpopulated because you're not fishing. Yeah, and then they'll spread into that zone, and that'll be enough to sustain like the whole world. Mm. I like fish, Luca. You're gonna have to change your taste buds, Mark. Well, recently I've had some fish that Sam made, and I quite enjoyed it. Well. Mm. Mm. Crumbed, crumbed fish you can Delicious. join the environmental club now yeah. <laughs> well that's the thing like i do like fish but oh, specific fish and if it's done right i guess but yeah. i don't know get as i no, but as i get older you know i'm experimenting more kind of thing and giving less of a fuck yeah <laughs> imagine that though like if you went 100 years in the future and like the normal thing for it because like at the moment in western cultures anyway the normal thing to eat is like very like beef orientated pork well, probably beef. Well, beef and chicken, mm. you'd say, is probably the like, most consumed meat in Western cultures. And imagine if we go 100 years in the future and it's like fish and vegetables. That's quite like an interesting thing to think about because it kind of changes you. Like, first of all, you think about McDonald's. What would they do to change? Like, the face of McDonald's would have to change. Mock meat. Cause, yeah, well, mock meat. But that would be really weird to think about. So much, like, yeah. fundamentally would change. Everything mm. would be different. Also, I, a, I think it's definitely possible in our lifetime. I think another thing to think about is, like, obesity as well. It'll like, make yeah. people so much healthier. Yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. Mm. We eat too much meat for our actual bodies. Yeah. We don't need that much. Yeah. Do you think um, getting rid of obesity would be a problem in terms of the population, though? Because everyone would start living longer. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Not yeah. that it's really something to worry about, but... I, I think know. you should always hope for like a healthy human population yeah because that's the point with like saving our planet and stuff which is something i found really interesting in the movie as well because um, i was all like like i want to like help to save the environment like i don't want to trash our planet yeah 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 um but the thing is it will heal itself like it it is resilient and it and it will just grow back but if we push it too far, it won't yeah, be we, sustainable for us to live in. Yeah, because we haven't passed the point where we can't come back from it, right? Yeah. Well, it can it can grow back. So yeah. well, it will always grow back, but we just might fuck it so much that it will fuck ourselves essentially. Yeah, like, we we might go through like because the problem is the weather. Yeah. Like that's that'll affect us a lot because like the changing climate i think this is one of the questions anyways yeah it is yeah we can save a little bit of the weather stuff for in a, in a minute because it's coming up yeah um but should, oh you go ahead i was gonna say should we move on to the next but yeah. you, you say your your thing that you were gonna um i've kind of forgotten so don't worry all right <laughs> <laughs> no stress um yeah so the next one we're kind of moving on to quite a big question i think on everyone's mind this is when you think of global climate it's kind of the main thing that we're worrying about is the future um, and it's like, how does the destruction of the environment affect us right now um, and the future generations? Like, because obviously this is when you watch one of those like types of documentaries. It's the main thing that's touched on. But I don't think people worry about it enough. Like, how is deforestation and just general destruction of all environments like the coral reefs? How does that affect us right now? And how bad will it be in the future? And what will it entail? Yeah. So I guess um, the main issue is 
the amount of CO2 we're putting into the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And like a company with deforestation, obviously that's um, like the less trees, then the less CO2 that they're like breathing in. Um, and like the reason that we haven't seen that much warming in our planet compared to how much CO2 we're putting in is because the ocean has absorbed like 98% of the heat. Really? Yeah. And that's why the coral reefs have bleached. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I, and the, uh, the ice has melted so much because it's soaked up so much. Yeah. It's so really it's all sad. in the ocean. Yeah. I was going to say, because obviously coral, uh, the bleaching of coral reefs is very sad, and I highly recommend anyone watch a video on it because it's literally like watching... Um, it, you, obviously, coral reefs are beautiful and they have like diversity of life and beautiful colours. It's stunning. Um, watch the Great Barrier Reef um, bleaching videos because it literally just looks like a graveyard of like skeletons of coral it's so sad but what i was going to say obviously it affects the diversity of life that's around there so all the fish leave but what does that in a bigger picture sense what does the bleaching of coral reefs and mean how does it affect us yeah or not even us just like what what does it do what what because mm. obviously it died but yeah and yeah that just like it's it destroys an ecosystem which entails i guess what fish can't live there and if there's not yeah. little fish there ain't big fish and if they ain't big fish we don't have food and then yeah. just the whole cycle collapses yeah. mm. and most likely like a lot of the populations in that coral reef just died because oh. like they would have probably had to go so far to find a new home yeah and, and like they they actually probably just as saying stopped existing just as the coral oh, that's man yeah and then they become like because coral can most likely regenerate but the issue is once it's bleached, it gets overrun with seaweed. Oh. And there's no way, because it's clogged and it's just, yeah. So seaweed's kind of a pest. <laughs> Invasive. <laughs> yeah. Bastards. Mm. I never liked seaweed. <laughs> nah. Ain't Sushi. Nothing, <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with seaweed. Oh, I love seaweed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't hate on it too much. <laughs> yeah. mm. It's just living its life. Yeah. Well, the other things, like, obviously a prominent one for people, like the deforestation of the Amazon, what would that entail? Yeah. So that's just, it's just so stupid that that's continuing because it's the best method to, like, cool the planet. Yeah. And, like, take the CO2 out of the atmosphere. Because, um... What, what is actually happening over there? Yeah. Oh, in the, the Amazon? Yeah. Um, well, it's, they're, they're cutting down the Amazon for the, the timber, but yep. also to plant palm oil farms. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, which is one of the reasons my mum has refused to buy anything with palm oil in it for years. Yeah, no, I, I have heard of that before, like, that's yeah. an issue. Yeah, and it's, it's just so crazy, because the Amazon's so full of life, you know, it's mm. such a diverse ecosystem. Yeah. And you literally step out into this massive palm oil plantation, and there isn't even, like, a bird call. Really? Like, animals can't live there. Because there's no diversity and they can't eat stuff. Yeah, and... there's nothing to eat. There's nothing on the floor. And, and it's just really sad, like, yeah, seeing all the animals just struggling. Reaching back to high school biology, I, you, with, within the ecosystem, you kind of relies on not just the plants, because, like, yes, there are palm, tree, palm trees all around, you know, yeah. great, but you need diversity to... Well, you need, first of all, you need the diversity to bring the animals there because they, well, they are part of the system and trying to, you know, grow the forest. They carry seeds around so they can, you know, yeah. make more trees. And I don't know. It's, yeah, it's just quite significant for everything. If you don't have one part of it, it destroys everything. It's a crucial ecosystem. Um, 
I guess, and if you don't have that, the consequences, we don't have the, doesn't absorb the CO2. Yeah, like for New Zealand, an example of like a crucial, like how everything is crucial in the ecosystem, like wood pigeons. Yeah. Yep. They're like the last bird that has the right kind of digestive system to keep um, like a whole group of native trees like growing okay. and producing. Like there's no other bird that can like fertilize the like uh, seeds. Oh really? Like native trees. They're seeds. the last one. Yeah. Wood pigeons. Yeah. Oh, I, I love wood pigeons. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's really important. They're beautiful birds. Yeah. But I did, that's crazy. I didn't realize they were the last ones to actually that could carry multiple yes. native trees. Special poo. They do have special poo. <laughs> yep. Well, I yeah, that's I don't know. I feel like that's a bit of a New Zealand joke if you enjoy the outdoors. Like my dad always talks about it for wood pigeon poos. It's it's a good day. <laughs> It's a blessing. It. it is. Huh? I've never heard that before. Do you ask I haven't either? <laughs> I don't know. My, my dad, I don't know. My dad loves native trees. You go out and walk with him, he'll point out like every like native tree. We're like, oh, look, that's a beautiful uh, Nikau palm here. Beautiful, Mark. Yeah. Old, old mate Mark. Yeah, Totoro, all beautiful. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, nah, that's, that's always a good time when you go for a walk with Mark. <laughs> and he's talking to the birds. As, as he does. <laughs> talking to the birds or the aliens? <laughs> Same difference. Mark and the aliens. <laughs> oh, gotta love it. Yeah, I don't know. That's de- devastating. And it, like, even if you want to be selfish about it as well, it just takes away a lot of the natural beauty. Yeah. yeah like, uh, why would you just want to look at rows of palm oil trees? That's just like, just looking at the there's much more potential. Yeah, it's dead. It's, it's, yeah. it's a dead ecosystem. Yeah, and back to that David Attenborough thing, how we're talking about the palm oil trees. Yeah. It's, um... Like, I've completely forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> um, well, oh, something that's quite interesting is, because obviously CO2, it heats up the atmosphere. Yeah. But it's not actually like, it doesn't actually make heat, you know, it yeah. doesn't make temperature. Um, but basically, the Earth retains its temperature because we get energy from the sun, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it basically goes mainly into the equator, you know, the center of the yeah, Earth, yeah, which yeah, is yeah, close yeah. to the sun. And then it gets circulate, circulated around the globe. Yep. Um, and then it, it gets, like, reflected out by long wave radiation or whatever. Mm-hmm. And CO2 and methane are one of the two main gases that trap heat oh, and CO2. Okay. So they're like ropes around the earth. Yep. And the gaps are oxygen and nitrogen. Mm. And the that's how we know. lose heat. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So the more CO2, then the less space there is for the heat to get out. Okay. Yeah. So that's why we're having... Well, that's why global warming's a thing. Yeah. It's the more we pump up there. The greenhouse effect. Yeah. 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 Literally, if you've ever walked into a greenhouse, God damn, that shit's hot. I don't want that to be Earth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That shit's actually horrible. I would highly not recommend going into a greenhouse. There's fucking rumours about a greenhouse right now. It's oh, bloody hot. It's quite warm. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess we can move on to the next question because um, we actually covered quite a lot on that. That was good. That was yep. a good one. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So, oh, the one thing we actually didn't cover so much is how it's going to affect future generations. Like, so obviously we're doing all this stuff now, and we're gonna we have more. We're pumping more CO two into the atmosphere what does that entail for everyone in the future i've said entail like six times <laughs> it's no, a good you've word. Only said that once no nah, i swear i've said it more i'm gonna have to go back and listen to that um <laughs> i will find out <laughs> yeah, <you will. laughs> um, but like a tally yeah, score yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like 
because obviously it's going to get worse and worse what will this mean for people in the future for us in the future or our future generations yeah. if we have if it just we keep going through the cycle well we're at this scary start or we'll pass away part like through the start um of a domino effect so like obviously the earth is warming um but as earth warms like the ice will melt more yeah right and the ice actually reflects a lot of the sunlight energy and radiation back into like the atmosphere yeah and when that yeah and when that's gone it's just gonna go straight into the ocean god damn yeah and then as the earth gets even hotter um, frozen soil will begin to melt, mm. which is the scariest thing, because like there are massive pockets of methane in the soil, which is way more harmful than CO two for oh, blocking okay. up the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, no, I think yeah. you've talked to me about this before. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy because once that's out there, it'll be so hard. So it'll just get worse and worse, like yeah. and faster. Yeah, and then um, um, the the atmosphere, um, the currents aren't balanced because of all this radiation and stuff that's going on yeah yeah which um and like storms and stuff and fires they'll get more prominent they'll become more common yeah that's it's hard to tell like they're not they're not as confident about that but have we seen an increase recently of yeah that kind obviously of thing? fires and stuff that yeah. will, is quite well what's happening in america kind yeah and australia going to yeah increase. and australia yeah but like tropic storms like they could get way more powerful because they kind of they're kind of created by the humidity and the heat from yeah. the water hurricane yeah. katrina yeah well, literally the main causes well one of the main features of this one thing i do know about um of a tropical storm or storm is the temperature and that's why you have certain seasons that are hotter yeah. but there have been a re- precip- precipitation she <laughs> yeah it's the one word i remember from geo <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but like the warmer the temperature the more likely it is and that's why you have like hurricane season cyclone season because the warm seasons bring these and if we have one constant warm season not so good and the fact that they'll be able to reach further as well yeah because like they it's just they base around the, the tropics right yeah and as it gets warmer, then it will, like, come further down and higher up. Mm. And, like, those those climates aren't actually made to take, like, massive tropical storms as well. No, for all the vegetation and what yeah. people that have built there as well, just yeah. everything. Yeah, and oh, the other thing, this is theoretical that I've thought up right now, but as sea levels rise, because the one thing with cyclones and hurricanes is they feed off water, warm water. Yeah. Um, as sea, level, sea levels rise... Um, and the coast comes in, uh, these tr- storms will reach further inland and there'll be more devastating effects. True. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Like, this is something that would obviously take a very long time and people will move inland, but they're literally fucked because they'll, if the sea rises far enough to a point where it's like you have to move inland, they're just going to get fucked over by cyclones and all these storms and shit. Do we, do we know how much the sea level rises each year? Five millimeters around the Pacific Islands. Really? Yeah. That's quite a lot. That's actually quite a lot. Yeah, when you yeah, think about yeah, it. definitely. And like a lot of those islands are so flat. Like in year ten, we're learning about Kiribati. Like what? What's that? Oh, uh, it's it's a Pacific island that is really flat and long and skinny. Oh, uh, okay, right. Yeah, and like, oh my gosh, when it floods, like there's barely any land for the people to go to. Oh, like they all just have to go up a hill. And the like, one hill. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many hills yeah, there's. Um, but yeah, like yeah. Like, there's so many houses that can't be lived in anymore. Holy shit. Bruh. How the fuck have we got to the point where humans can literally control the weather? 
like not not control it but change We're the way that, it yeah in a negative way yeah wish we can completely control it and then we could just reverse it but I guess no that's one would we... have ever predicted this no. no well i have a quote from an article from 1938 oh yeah um and people had the opinion that the combustion of fossil fuel is likely to prove beneficial to mankind in several ways mm. is this right <laughs> yeah because like, the return of the deadly glaciers should be delayed indefinitely what? like they well, that, wanted to heat the like warm up the planet that just shows how clueless they were yeah and they that's didn't not know. even that long ago know. yeah Jesus. yeah and i'm sure heaps of like environmental scientists were like um no mm. do you know who said this um no was it just in like a newspaper or something or an article yeah and that's what the common the average joe would have thought right yeah warm planet sick just summer mm. all day long mm. <laughs> yeah. we can't go skiing <laughs> No. Um, ah, yeah. That's that's so weird. Like how perspectives change in such a short period of time. Yeah. I. It's so funny because part of this issue is technology. Obviously, is a massive issue for why we have like the increasing technology has meant we've like fucked up the planet more because we need more resources and then we just like you know burn more resources and whatever. And it goes back to the whole population thing. Yeah, but then Ooh. some ways we also have to thank technology because we wouldn't know how how much we've fucked up the planet because without it we just wouldn't be able to tell like we could look at it and be like yeah that's not right but yeah it's so it's so um I'm trying to think it's a dichotomy a <laughs> yeah, yeah it really is yeah it's yeah. literally like it's fucked us and it's also kind of saving us at the same time but if we didn't have it we wouldn't have that no that's true place. that's true that is very true so it's kind of like a benefit that goes with the negative yeah like we can realize it but it's also just a sub thing that i just think it's kind of off. ironic yeah, yeah yeah that's probably the right word for it um all right. Well, I, moving on to this, the next question, because I'm quite. Well, you happy to move on to the next question? Yeah, yeah. All right, sweet. This one I'm kind of interested on because I've always kind of had a, like a soft spot for this sort of stuff because it makes me it makes me angry because I don't know I love New Zealand, um, but the, it's about invasive species and like why are invasive species so bad and in the big picture how is it bad? Like yeah, sure, it, like we lose native species, which isn't good. It sucks, but like how is that a bad thing? in the long run for everything including the environment and us yeah so obviously like ecosystems are like so detailed and like they've created themselves to fit perfectly and so when you introduce an invasive species they can obviously like hunt their prey to extinction yeah i was gonna say does it go back to the circle of life kind of thing right yeah and, and it's affecting that yeah but often um they can enhance other invasive species or like they enhance themselves like there was this one i forgot i forgot what this um this there's a fish example but it's like let me see what i've got here i yeah while you're looking for that i was just gonna say i kind of know what you mean it's kind of like when one invasive species like takes out you know native species it makes it easier for the other invasive species to kind of come in and just fuck shit up is that yeah. kind of what you mean? Yeah, so say like a herbivore that's invasive, they um, can cause like gradual depletion of all the like the natural vegetation. And um, if they like, because it's so so good for them to eat all of this like kind of un, like untouched vegetation and stuff, they yeah. cause an inhibition of regeneration and like that plant can't grow back. Yeah. Because um, they just decimate it so much, it literally doesn't have a chance to come back. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And pathogens, 
they just cause a threat to like indigenous biodiversity like for example like coldy dieback yes like that's a motherfucker that's, yeah it's considered an invasive species that motherfucker ruins my weekends when i want to go out for a walk and all the goddamn walks are closed yeah. <laughs> is yeah. that the shit we have to spray on yes. your shoes yeah, yeah you can prevent shoes. that yeah. most of the walks in the waitakities are closed because of this shit but this is me being selfish because i want to go for a walk but <laughs> it's bad it is bad yeah so yeah because what like if talking about coldy if they like decimated the coldy trees what would that mean do you know like what would well like the insects and the birds and all the stuff that thrive in that ecosystem another good example yeah the habitats um another good example is the wilding pine oh yeah yeah Mm. i was telling you before it was introduced because it has good timber and like good wood for houses um sorry but it's really hard to contain yeah and it, the thing with it is it's uh, it's so resilient and like often farmers will um, what's the when they like burn the trees um, to like make way for new for new land for farming like controlled burns I don't know yeah, yeah. what is it called controlled uh, burns or something yeah there's a proper word for it I can't yeah. remember is and that just the fast way to get rid of them yeah yeah just clears out like a big piece of land so you can yeah and basically wilding pine has become so adept to that they they're like seeds so spread even, in so, fire so okay so even when they're getting burnt yeah it just they, creates more of them they just, spread it's yeah the phoenix yeah and they they grow from the ashes so quickly jesus Christ. it literally yeah. is a phoenix what the fuck yeah, yeah. and but they actually promote wildfires as well and that's it's scary just, it's terrifying i'm dying <laughs> fucking tree man yeah it's so bad for native um like plants and stuff because they can't regenerate as fast yeah yeah and then they the it wilding just, takes over yeah, just all the land yeah, and there's yeah. not enough sunlight for them to grow so there's actually like wow. massive groups of people that just go out and like pull out wilding pine good because it's like actually a scary issue there's there's a kind of a reverse version of that in australia with eucalyptus trees so it's not actually a bad but it's like a good version of yours because obviously yours is a pest so it's bad yeah. mm. but the eucalyptus trees in tasmania since there's no wildfires here because it's a lot colder and there's a lot more moisture they actually just keep growing and they have because eucalyptus trees aren't huge they're big but in tasmania they're massive because they don't actually burn so the fact that they don't actually get to burn and they get to thrive they've made a whole new ecosystem and because they're a native tree it's done the reverse mm. of that so they've actually made like really strong forests and stuff oh, it's like that's the, cool. yeah it's like it's the op- oh, koalas yes literally Yay. but i don't think koalas would thrive in the snow down there nah. <laughs> oh, <true. Yeah. laughs> it would be a bit cold but yeah but that's fucked up that was just a little fact by the way i dropped i just wanted to say it but mm. uh, but yeah, that's cool. But do you, cause do you, do you think there'll be like because of this, New Zealand native trees obviously will be get fucked over. Do you think we'll see more like pine and stuff as we go forward, or? No, I think because New Zealand's really aware, like we really take care that's of good. our natural environment. Um, another problem with invasive species is they can cause fragmentation. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like you have like a population or an ecosystem, right? And, like, the bigger it is, the more secure it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Amazon, like, thrives so well because it was so big. Yeah. Um, um, just more species and stuff. And when um, invasive species are introduced or, like, people, you know, cut through trees and separate populations, like, that, that population or, like, ecosystem isn't as secure. Okay. 
yeah. so a, a, a healthy one like it's yeah a healthy ecosystem is a big thriving colony yeah, yeah. whereas if you cut it up it's kind of like if you cut your arm off you're not very good <laughs> it's better if it's on you yeah, yeah exactly and like the fewer species like the more likely of ex- extinction yeah yeah Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. If you're cutting everything off, it doesn't thrive as well. Mm. Yeah, because it limits space for all these species to live and shit. Yeah, and then overpopulation of one, like, species can decimate the other species. Yeah. And then it's not easily, like, balanced. Yeah, just overcrowding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the um, I was going to move on to the next question because I'm quite excited for this question because I want you to hate on some people. Sure. Um, but the yeah, what would you say to people who don't believe in climate change? Oh my god! <laughs> this is probably yeah. my the question I was most looking forward yeah, to. Yeah. Fuck but, those motherfuckers! Yeah. Yikes! After all the science, people. <laughs> yeah, we've just talked about a lot of shit as well. So surely they're think, rethinking it right now if they are listening. Yeah. But what would you say to them, Stella? Well, like, as I was saying before, I feel like a lot of people that are really hearty about why climate change doesn't exist mm. go back to the, the like, argument that the climate has gone through so many stages. Yeah, it's like what we've seen in years past, right? Yeah, or even, yeah, like, millennia ago. Yeah, 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 ages ago, ages ago. Yeah, for example, like, when the dinosaurs were around, CO2 levels were five times more than today's value. God damn. Yeah, so it was really hot back then because they had quite uh, common volcanic eruptions. Yeah. And it was 10 to 25 degrees warmer. Yeah. So, like, the argument is, oh, like, Earth can still sustain a higher temperature and but, everything. But, and, and so, like, what's to say that we we don't go back down? Like, so we're seeing mm. a rise now. Yeah. Like, I don't believe this, but let's say these people that are saying that, what what's to say that we, it isn't going to go back? Like you know, the it's not, yeah, it's not going to fix itself. Yeah, yeah, it definitely won't fix itself. Mm. Um, and like, yeah, as the the temperature increases, it'll just keep increasing. Yeah, and like the heat will just become so unbearable. Like the ocean will get so hot, like like animals won't be able to live in it. Like you know, like uh, orca, and like all those big mammals are so sensitive to temperature. That's how they migrate. Yeah, and like if it's not right for them. I, I don't know what would happen. Well, even, yeah, that's definitely for, like, migrating as well. But even the food itself, like, if the smaller fish start to die, so, like, back mm. to the coral reefs, if they start dying... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's nothing to feed the krill from coral reefs. All that, the ecosystem dies because literally the temperature kills all the food that they eat. Yeah. And then the small food starts dying. And then the other fish start dying. There's no food for the, um, the big fish or the whales. And then they die because they don't have any food. And then going back to the land, like, the hotter it is, the more... Precipitation, yeah, the yeah. less water yeah. on earth, the more mm. animals will die, the less we'll be able to, like, yeah, we won't have as much fresh water. Do yeah. you think it's hard to compare, like, back to the dinosaurs because you know, the, the orca and the, yeah, those they animals they, they weren't around, yeah, right. completely different climate? I was mm. gonna say, as well, the animals that were around back in the day, like dinosaurs and stuff, they were all kind of like reptiles that had colder blood, they were adjusted to the yeah. climate, yeah, mm. made for it, yeah. yeah, literally, they were made for it, the climate suited them, mm. yeah, we were not made for that, we came out of the an ice age mammals came out of an ice age yeah shout yeah. out ice age yeah. <laughs> cheers sid. ice age <laughs> sid bruh diego what's the mammoth's name manny oh yeah that's right manny, manny. my spirit animal it will always be sid are <laughs> <laughs> you gonna say manny no i'm not cool enough i love sid sid is a goddamn sid is great yeah mm, they're just a great trio 
Fuck yeah, yeah, literally all like one's like a hard softy, one's kind of oh they're all softies on the inside actually. Yeah, yeah but then since the hard cunt, yeah. Diego. Well, Manny's nah, a bit of a hard cunt. Manny's the hard yeah. cunt. Diego's like Pretends. tough guy that's yeah. actually yeah, a little yeah. girl inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. doesn't yeah. like to swim, yeah. scared of the water. Yeah. yeah, and then Sid just the clown. He just indulges himself in his emotions. He's a beautiful creature. I need to rewatch those movies. I haven't seen them oh, since I was a kid. So good. <laughs> At least watch the first one again, bro. That yeah. first Ice Age is so good. Yeah. Who's great. it made by? Is it like? Do you know uh, what um, production I like company? I want to say DreamWorks. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. That sounds right. Yeah, I think maybe, maybe Pixar. No, no, I think uh, DreamWorks. I think it's Pixar, yeah. Hey Siri. <laughs> oh man. Who made Ice Age? Let's find out. Siri's got our back. Which one? I found six. <laughs> oh fuck! They've made six. Jesus. Blue Sky Studios. Oh, that's right. Ah. Yeah. Hmm. it's kind of interesting if you look at ice age it kind of um, well as, as you progress for, through the first couple at least it's or well, the second one i'm thinking of actually because that's the one where everything starts to melt it's kind of like a cool like representation it's kind of says a lot about us currently mm-hmm. like all the ice melting and how it uh, threatens all the man- uh, mammals Contemporary. And yeah it is because it literally tells it like it shows in a ch- childish way but an easy way to understand like the ice starts to melt the water rises and they can't swim and they have the fucking fish trying to eat them and shit shows that like obviously the ice is melting it's a threat mm. like maybe that's one of the sort of films that kind of started to change our generation to th- realizing like just very yeah, subconsciously for sure. yeah, like no, for sure. oh, ice melting not good mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know in that's the kind simplest of, form yeah literally i don't know i never thought about that but, but things like that well that's the way you got to do it with kids right you got to explain it in a simple form yeah just so you yeah. can kind of warm them up to well, subconsciously un- aware yeah yeah that's kind of interesting ice age has done more than we even realized they were <laughs> the start of the global revolution of environmentalism <laughs> mm-hmm. yes yes well yeah so obviously the dinosaurs were ages ago but since humans existed we've had like quite a few variations Wait, what <laughs> humans weren't with the dinosaurs <laughs> Thank no Grand, Thank- grandpappy <laughs> little fact for you there. <laughs> mind blowing <laughs> um yeah so i have some stuff from like the mayans like it was it was a really nice temperature for them back then mm. um and then they went through like a a little bit of an increase and all their like lakes and rivers dried up and that was how their civilization collapsed. Oh, oh. shit. So the whole civilization... Oh, fuck. Yeah, because they, they got... Climate-based. Yeah, 95% of their water from lakes, ponds, and rivers. And so because of extreme drought... Yeah, yeah. Like, they just complete... You know, that's how the mines disappeared. How, fuck. How, um, like, I believe this, but, like, how how do we figure this out? Like, how... How do we how, know this happened? Yeah, like... I'm, I'm not doubting it, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, it's incredible that we can figure out the shit that was thousands of years ago, you know? Well, I think they can tell from the way the land is shaped, like, where there would have been rivers and waters, and yeah. because they had lots of, like, hieroglyphs or, like, whatever they drew depicting, like, thriving agriculture. Yeah, and you could kind of see where they're based, like, in, you know, yeah. their temples and shit like that, and you could kind of compare the land and you could see how it's changed, Their right? technology, how they use the water, mm. and... Yeah, and, like, people are debating how all these, um, like, semi-temperature changes happened. Yeah. Like, it could just be, like, there was a variation in the Earth's orbit, and then they got, like, way more sun, all the stuff like that, or, like... That's fucking mind-boggling Yeah, that we can figure that shit out. Yeah, or increased solar energy. Mm. Um, and what was the other one? 
changes in oceanic circulation because that um that's like a big thing of like circulating heat and energy and stuff um yeah and there was the medieval warm period which was like a couple degrees warmer and then after that the little ice age when when was that um that was 1450 to 1850 ad yeah oh okay yeah and that caused the great famine because oh, it was right. like two, three degrees colder and the crops. The potato famine? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I don't know much about that history. Yeah, I feel like that was a little bit later on, to be honest. But I don't know, I could be yeah. completely Well, wrong. it was around the same time as the bubonic plague. Okay. Yeah, when a third of the global population died. Holy shit. Uh-oh. Yeah, so <laughs> cold is also bad. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be too hot or too cold. Gotta find a balance. Yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is the Holocene. This is the period we're in. The last 12,000 years. Mm. It's just the perfect climate for us. Until now, right? Like we're, Until we're fucking it up. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just going up and up and up. Yeah. Because how much since, like, the, the industrial age, do you know how much we've gone up in temperature? Like, roughly? Because mm. it's quite a few degrees. I'd, I'd say... I've, I'm sure I've seen a video on Global average, I want to say, like, five degrees. Oh, we have the yeah. video. Do you want to watch the video? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I thought it was five degrees, and that's crazy, because they say, like, I, I don't really know what that means, but I know they say, like, if it increases, like, one degree, that's huge. Yeah. And then to go five degrees, and that's so, fucking ridiculous. And so what's that? That's like over a hundred years, right? And that's made a massive impact. Yeah, five before, degrees. Before you start this video, Stella, do you know how, what, what time does it start? 1996. Is 1996. It from, it's yeah. from 1996. Oh, 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 so, the five degrees since 1996. Yeah, this is, oh, this Jesus, is just okay. the... Wait, well, I didn't realize that either, fuck. <laughs> this is the temperature patterns. It's just a NASA video I haven't watched in ages. But like, as the temperature is increasing... Yeah. And I think that's the scale on the side. Oh, yeah. Like, What's the temperature scale on the red? Yeah, that's just... I'm not sure what degree it is, but, like, you can see that globally... Holy just shit. ...increased so much, and that's a four-year period. So is that now, 2019? This is this is only two... Th- this is 2019, actually, yeah. And when was the start of the video? 1996. Oh, my Jesus God. Jesus Christ. Basically, what it was is just the map of the world and with a temperature kind yeah. of and color mo- scheme yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can so, see what's getting warm and stuff so obviously colder was blue yeah and at the start of the video it was mostly blue and then by the end it, it was, was mostly red yeah, predominantly red really especially red and orange. a lot of red in the north and south where it should be blue 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 yeah. purple yeah see, those those videos are helpful for like a schmuck like me that can barely <laughs> understand that it just gives me just such a good visualization Visually clear yeah yeah you see red and you're like uh oh, red, <laughs> red yeah. bad. Red's not good. Yeah. yeah. So I wonder how much. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know how hot it gets. We can have a look later. But yeah, back to the the question though. What would you say to like someone who doesn't believe in climate change? So just in like a brief, in, in one sentence, talk to me as if I was like, yeah, that's fucking rubbish. Oh my gosh. I put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I don't like telling people straight to their face that they're like, "Do it now, stupid." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, stupid motherfucker. Yeah, oh, I just can't. But what could you imagine. tell them? What could you tell them? Like, if someone um, was like, "Nah, it can't be real. It's just the Earth, you know, going through a cycle." What could you say or, for them to look at to prove? Well, yeah, I was gonna say like, let's say maybe they're open-minded to it, but mm. their previous opinion was, "No, I don't believe in this." But they're open to kind of you know finding out what would be the first thing that you tell them to like to, look at yeah. or well if they don't believe in like global warming i guess the the easiest one that so many people know is the coral bleaching mm. like show them a video of it mm. and how like yes our global temperature hasn't gone up that much 
but the reason is because all the CO2 is being soaked in by the ocean. Yeah, and like you... I guess they still wouldn't believe that. No, and but, well, but could you show them like photos of like... Yeah, photos. I was going to say ago, the, or... the other big one for more like on the land is like glaciers. Like how much yeah. they've receded. Would you say that's another yeah. good one? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I I've saw seen a crazy video. Yeah, how Fox much Glacier, the ice right? has decreased. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just, just even if you don't believe, wouldn't the threat of it be like so important like just like a how, small how, like the potential that but, it could be so yeah, like, saying why wouldn't thing, you want to try but the thing that i don't understand is like okay sure you don't believe in it but what harm is it going to do not to take more care exactly, in it right like exactly what's how's that a bad thing that you're not like it's looking after the environment yeah it is it is your home like yeah there's a thing but, like we're all like the earth is a big ecosystem yeah but like, we are a part of it yeah. yeah like not even just for us like you said before like all the animals and the habitats like why would you not want to reduce that yeah like even if you refuse to believe climate change like why would you not want to prevent all the animals dying and shit like that that just seems just so close-minded why wouldn't you want more trees yeah yeah yeah. and just do it for yourself man like why wouldn't you want to live in a place that's like so beautiful like i love seeing those photos america um, specifically from what i'm thinking of you look at photos from the early 20th century and you're like, wow, that's stunning. Like, they have these beautiful... Wait, like, 20th century? Yeah, early like, 20th century. Yeah. And um, maybe late 19th as well, but definitely early 20th. And you look at all these, like, beautiful forests. All, you know, yeah, luscious forests and, like, this beautiful, you know, just everything's stunning. And then you kind of fast forward to where these beautiful forests used to be. And now it's just like an... Uh, like urban area just just destroyed and it's i don't know you just look at the old photos of new zealand yeah like i think i went to the kauri museum wherever that is in new zealand and um you know it's just beautiful right (laughs) like i don't know the massive trees we had here they didn't leave one of the biggest i was gonna say down in like the waikato kind of when if you're driving from auckland to coromandel um i remember going on i I may have talked to you about this actually i'm not sure but the big tree no there. yeah well kind of to do that with that but um down down in the waikato and uh, you see it along the drive to um if you're going to the coromandel from auckland it's all a lot of it's like farms and obviously it's one of new zealand's richest like dairy farming areas mm. um just because the land's really good but back in the day that used to be all like massive swamps and lakes and rivers oh, wow. and they had the densest population of coldy trees there and there literally was this huge because like the Waikato is a big area it was literally a massive coldy forest like the biggest most beautiful trees and then it's now all farm ground and if you've done that drive it's a long drive and it's a lot of flat area mm. it all used to be the like most beautiful coldy diverse forest and ah oh, it's so sad to think could, like, but could they have prevented that back at the time though well they wanted all the trees for timber and shit mm. and coldy tried yeah yeah and it's a it's a beautiful wood to be honest but yeah I might have this wrong, but Parihaka, I'm pretty sure that was like Waikato area. Yeah. And because they had, they were like the last resistance for so long and they had just a peaceful camp um, protest and like the, like people kept trying to put fence posts through their land to like Mm. set up areas for, um, for people to buy land and stuff and they would just pull it out of the ground. And eventually the government was just like, no this is like this is we decide this is illegal and when was this 
uh, I don't know. Would it be 18? It would definitely be 18. I would have thought. 1900? I don't know. I would have thought so maybe. Not a, not a good time. I'm not good with the, not, the time areas. No, yet. it probably would have been like 19th, 19th century, late 19th century. Not yeah. a good time for New Zealand. Not a good time for Māori in New Zealand. No. <laughs> Fuck. No, yeah, the military just came in and like, yeah, pulled everyone out of the house, like burned down their houses. There was a lot of rape. Mm. Was, Pillaging. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. Well, that's colonization you should, for you. Yeah, mm. colonization literally is, fuck, is the fuckery of the world. Um, well, that's, if you don't believe in global warming, schmuck, fuck you. Yeah, um, I just don't understand mm. your logic, I'm sorry. Yeah, like, yeah as <laughs> you said even, though, just the potential threat, like even yeah. if it's not real, why the fuck wouldn't you want to do something yeah. just to help? Mm. Even just make a nicer backyard. Do you, but do you think that's the majority, like... Yeah, they might not believe, but do you think the majority is like they're not fast? No, but are they, are they actually like against not doing anything, or well, the people that don't believe in global yeah. warming that could purposely don't? Yeah, do they? Do you think they go out of their way to not do that? I think definitely some of them. Will, it's, it's it's hard to tell. It's yeah, I think I don't know. Or it's, do it's they very... just purely just not believe in it, and they think? Oh, I think it's just different for different people. Surely. Mm. Yeah, it's hard. Doesn't Donald Trump not believe? Probably. I don't know. That man is a schmuck. Yikes. Yeah. Okay, well, let's... let's. We're almost getting to the end here, to be honest. But um, what, uh, the other thing, probably one of the bigger questions, um, something a little bit more well-known, but what is the biggest contributor to climate change? Obviously, CO2. But where does that come from? Like, what's the biggest contributor to that, industry-wise, I guess? Yeah, like, obviously, like, fossil fuels. So, cars and, and factories and yeah. planes and... Well, even, like, cows produce a hell of a lot of methane. I think that's the interesting one that we people are kind of just becoming aware of. Yeah. Like, yeah. who the fuck would have thought cows, like, doing a... You know, fucking up the planet that mm. much? Do you know how much it's affecting us, Stella? Mm. Not exactly. Like, what do you mean? Like, do you know how much they're putting into the atmosphere or, like, a percentage how of... How much cows are? Yeah, like, how much fossil fuels they're putting into the atmosphere. Do no, you know the percentage? I don't know a value. Yeah, no, that's all good. Uh, it's It's significant though eh? yeah, yeah yeah it's heaps stop eating your burgers Weijan's right mm. motherfucker was right the motherfucker fa- jumped motherfucker. he's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah I wish I had the video it like shows all the like the carbon dioxide emissions it. increasing yeah we yeah we can get sure. it later yeah uh, the, if you watch the David Edinburgh uh, documentary it has a scale like every time it goes up a decade yeah. or some shit he tells you how much CO2 is in the atmosphere and it's scary man because it just gets higher and higher and higher and like it's definitely exponential definitely exponential mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's scary and you don't even really have to know like what that means to just to know that it's terrifying to see it increase that much yeah yeah it's, it's really scary uh, bastards well we're the second to last question here but um oh i have um oh, okay, one sorry. point to add to that yep something that people like aren't really aware of mm-hmm. um which i was really surprised surprised to learn about in my degree as well is that soils are so crucial oh yes yeah mm. like soils i don't have the value for that either but they soak up so much co2 as well so like we really need healthy soils and healthy microorganisms and because of like so much urban areas obviously that like completely cuts out that soil yeah and um agriculture as well um because they 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 can't be bothered waiting for the soil to regenerate itself naturally so they just like inject like soil steroids and fake nutrients to help crops grow so 
you know, as the population grows, there's going to be more and more land that gets used up, so yeah. there's less soil. So what can we do for that, you know? Yeah, so that's where you kind of need part. the land that the meat is being farmed on. Mm. You know, because... To, oh, to replace. Yeah, kind of you thing. need to replace it because we, we can't sustain the amount of meat we're eating, so we can replace that with, um, like, vegetable sources. But yeah. then, and, so, like, um, like buildings, because you can go upwards. Yeah, that vegetables. was going to be my question. Like, yeah. obviously, we can get rid of um, meat, but then, like, what are we going to do to replace the food source? So, like, obviously, we can't just use that same amount of space up for vegetables and stuff because we'll do the same shit injecting the soil to make the food grow faster, which is bad for the soil. So, growing, going up, how do we do that logistically? Yeah, there was this... Um, Labs. I don't know where it was. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, this really cool I think it's in the Netherlands Netherlands they have the best like most of their income is from their vegetables now because they have like these amazing like storage rooms that mushrooms by chance (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) they definitely do hopefully um and yeah it's it's so futuristic and there are so many possibilities we just need to start directing our focus there. Yeah, I was going to say, well, the Netherlands, like, before they started doing that, weren't a very big producer of, like, vegetables and stuff. Now they're one of the biggest ones in the world. Yeah. And it's literally, like, all indoors and in these massive buildings, as you said, when, they go and when, up. And when did that start? Uh, pretty recently, in the last couple of decades, probably, eh? And, I'm not uh, too sure. And it's making a significant change, do you th- would you say? Oh, they're heading in the right direction, I would have thought. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure, right? Great. I'm yeah. not, I don't think they can quantify what it's done. Well, they probably can. We just, I don't know. Mm. Specifically, you might know. I'm not, what, how quantifiable. So how more of the world helped. needs to head into that kind of direction. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you, yeah. I guess so. And so what? And we'd have these labs in the same area, but going up kind of thing. Well, less area, because you can just yeah. go up instead. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, rather than spreading it out over farms, we yeah. do it indoor just go up yeah and like um i also saw this i think it's in the david Attenborough movie actually like the seaweed like they can make seaweed farms which is completely sustainable and it's actually so healthy for you yeah who doesn't love seaweed bro that's a great snack yeah yeah when i'm on the beach don't don't mind a little munch (laughs) 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 i wish not what i was talking about (laughs) sushi more more sushi that's all i'm loving yeah that's true um Da, da, da. I was, what was the next question oh, uh, were you finished on that one yeah okay well I was going to say what was the most vulnerable places around the world to climate change and how will this affect the rest of the world but we kind of touched on that with Amazon. Like, the Amazon and the yeah. smaller islands, islands and stuff yeah we covered that uh, yeah we've pretty much done that well justice um, but the well the final question then um, kind of one that's been around for a while uh, the old ozone hole what is the ozone hole yeah, and what simply. caused it just basically, we don't need to cover this one too much. Yeah, so um, we we live in the trop- troposphere, yep. um, which is where all the weather happens. It's where we can breathe. And then higher up is the stratosphere, mm-hmm. which is full of ozone, okay. which is such a beneficial... Um, it's a UV filter. It like um, it filters out ninety five percent of the harmful UV rays. Yeah, from the sun. Yeah, and UV causes like skin cancer. Yeah, yeah. It like eliminates acid in your dna it's so toxic sunscreen motherfuckers yeah <laughs> literally it's so bad and like ozone in the troposphere is really toxic for us yeah and it's created in industrial areas like smog smog is ozone oh. and it gets into your lungs it's like a it's like a chemical reaction like well, nov plus blah, blah blah i know to be honest this is something i do know from flying oxygen uh, o- the ozone if you breathe it in because it's like 
well, oxygen's O2, right? Yeah. Um, o- ozone is O3, and it's it is literally poisonous for you. Yeah. So is is that why you see in places like China, like the highly polluted areas, it's quite foggy and yeah. you can't really see in the distance, and so that's what it is, right? Yeah, it's like CO2. Yeah, like the CO2 is combined in it and with heat and yeah, it's just yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, well, I was gonna say in China they literally hit. Well, my dad goes to China. Well, used to before COVID, um, used to go to China quite a lot for uh, work mm. and. I'm sure quite a few people already know about this, but there are literally days where you can't go outside because it's too dangerous because the smog is just too poisonous. Really? So they literally like can't go to work and can't go outside, and that's Don't, why masks are a lot more prominent over there too. And, uh, maybe maybe I'm I've heard this wrong or something, but can't you buy like fresh air? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Oh that my is, god, that is yeah. literally a thing. Yeah, yeah, like I've seen. Don't we export um, it? Uh, there is ones you can. Yeah, the, the biggest export, water, right? Uh, oh yeah, water's a massive export. Yeah. That they, yeah, yeah, for sure. But no, uh, they do sell uh, air from southern parts like Canterbury and um, Otago. But the biggest <laughs> exporter is Canada. Canada, oh, okay. yeah, a lot of Chinese come to go to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Um, and cause I, I don't know why, but I ended up watching heaps of videos on this because um, the old YouTube hole. Well, Action Bronson did a uh, interview with a guy that was like the PR guy for a um, oxygen selling company in China, and um, oh no, was it? action bronson or another rapper or something i can't remember and he literally was trying out different um air from different places and they give it flavors well it's like canada flavor bro that's literally the flavor like this one's from canada enjoy canada flavor and yeah it's becoming like a big like quite a big thing and it's like 20 bucks for one can so but how do they yeah how do they intake it? How do they inhale it? They have like a little... Well, you you know when you go to hospital and you see people right, with those okay, oxygen that, masks? That's kind of what I was picturing. It, on, yeah, on the end of this canister, it looks like a spray. And it's just got that thing. Yeah, and, and you put it in your mouth and you press the button and you just breathe in. Out of the Lorax. Yeah, 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 literally. And that's how fucked up it is in China. Like, my dad's been there where they're literally like, okay, we can't go out today because the smog's too bad. Um, it's too unhealthy. And that's why... It's like in Tenet. I yeah. have to wear those fucking... Yes, literally. Yeah. But I know a couple of people that have gone to China and lived there for a while mm. and they've come back with asthma. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's so bad for your lungs. Yeah, it's that's how fucked up it is. Like, because... Well, it's interesting because I... from For flying, we learn a lot about the, like, different types of air and what it means and, you know, all that stuff. And, yeah, the ozone is extremely toxic. Yeah. So if that... I didn't realize that's what smog was. Yeah. Because that shit is really bad for you. It creates mm. ozone, yeah. Oh my fucking god. And so that's what the ozone hole is, right? So it's allowing yeah. that shit to come through. Well, no, it's different. So ozone's really good in the stratosphere because it stops the UV. Yeah, 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 yeah. But basically what caused the hole were CFCs. What the hell is that? Uh, do you remember that they were chlora... Oh, what are they called? Are they chemicals or some shit? Yeah, chlora they they came from like cans and stuff and they used um, oh aerosols and aerosols, shit like that and like oh, that's how yes. that was like the first um un environmental like treaty that like forced countries to stop making cfcs and because some refrigerators caused it like yes made I, it as well i do remember about this yeah. they used it in the like the for the cooling of them um yeah yeah yeah, yeah no i do yeah. Oh, fuck. And it basically just cleared out all the ozone. And it was, uh, like, the, the air circulations carried it over to, like, over Antarctica, I think it was. Yeah. That was where the ozone hole was. And it Ain't was no just... sunshine. No. <laughs> too, too much sunshine. Yeah, yeah. And if, if that direct UV light, you know, if you were under that, you would just blister. You would 
you would just get cancer everywhere. Yeah. Well, isn't that why New Zealand's good? Because New Zealand's kind of under the hole as well. We had a high melanoma. Yeah, yeah. isn't that? I thought that was the reason why. Because you come yeah. to New Zealand and it's like you. New Zealand's not a hot country, but you go in the sun and you get fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you get like foreigners come over from like America where it's a lot hotter, or you know, certain hot places, well, or even say, Australia. Australia yeah. yeah, they come over from Australia. And like, like it's it's hotter there. Yeah, but the the sun here burns. It's like way it's more intense. Yeah, yeah. you literally because yeah. you can feel it. You like tan. And you're like, fuck! I'm actually sizzling. Mm. That is because we we have really we have a really clear atmosphere as well. Because uh. the ozone hole is pretty much gone. Because luckily, like ages ago, I don't know when, but there was the the treaty to stop it. And yeah. Okay. There are no chlorofluorocarbons, but didn't they say as well? COVID um, was like a yeah. massive benefit yeah. to yeah um, yeah clearing up the hole. Or we should honestly just do that every year. Just have, yeah, have like, a COVID. Like yeah. a month off, everyone stop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we should. Yeah. I wouldn't complain. Remembering well, would... the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> this is a COVID Memorial month. month. Yeah. yeah. Everyone go inside. <laughs> yeah. oh, Fuck. I was going to say, everyone needs to be more like the Zuck. Just chuck on the fucking, Zuck. you know, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Have you seen that photo where he's just bought, put layers and layers of sunscreen oh, while he's yes. doing that fucking, yeah. what is that, he, waterboarding he, thing? He was like no, on a, um, he was, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's something else. <laughs> he was on a hydrofoil surfboard. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he, waterboarding. Yeah, waterboarding. <laughs> um, yeah, he was on a hydrofoil um, surfboard that has like a little engine on it. He was like hooning around and stuff. And that man was literally doing white face. Like, it was, yeah. he had that much sunblock on. It was like, fucking, what? That's a funny fucking photo. That is bizarre. He literally looks like an alien. Yeah. It's the weirdest shit you've ever, it looks like he's painted himself white mm. in sunblock. You saw that H3 video where they're trying to replicate that? Yeah. And they just couldn't? Because like, they, they, they his... literally used, they got like a, a two or Massive three liter of, of sunblock. Yeah. And they were just putting so much on and it wasn't coming off. And mm. saying that though, I don't think they probably go to the beach that much because they were just using regular sunblock they needed probably zinc yeah it was probably zinc yeah because well, zinc sticks on even in the water the yeah. zuck has lizard skin as well it probably sticks <laughs> to that as well true true yeah but yeah that's well that's pretty much all my questions yeah sweet uh, to be honest that was very informative yeah fuck yeah that's definitely kind of what i was wanting to get out of it for sure yeah, yeah I, a lot I, of info i, I will i was impressed because mm. like when we did this with Weijan about being vegan he gave us a lot, like, in all fairness, we didn't give him much time to prep, and it was mm. a bit rough on him. Um, but we kind of got more of an opinion base, but this one was very informative. Well, Yeah, I don't like giving opinion that's not backed up by facts. Yeah, yeah but yeah. fair enough. But the thing is, with Weijan, is we were kind of centering it around the opinion rather than that's facts. That's true. Like, we knew that going in. That's true. He didn't have enough time to... No, and, and support it's a lifestyle choice. It is really personal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, sure. we, we, that's kind of the side that we were going to go for. Whereas yeah. this one, we were definitely informative. Want, yeah, we wanted yeah. to know more, especially me again, because yeah. I don't know that much about it, and I've definitely learned quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. me too. Like I, I think is bad. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Re- I, that's something I'm definitely taking out of this. Mm. I didn't realize schmog was schmog. Yeah. was fucking um, ozone. Cause like yeah, that's the that's one thing I I did know about like that su- shit super toxic when you're flying. Mm. It's a, like a massive problem if you had the. Uh, well, it doesn't matter, but yeah, like <laughs> it, it's, it's super toxic. So to realize that that's actually smog, yeah, is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, holy shit, eh? that is really terrifying. So and knowing weird. where it actually comes from as well. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Should not be in the troposphere. Nope. <laughs> not good asthma inbound mm. <laughs> that's probably why i reckon asthma's become i reckon asthma would probably be more common now than in yeah, all of history surely. probably yeah. yeah you would think so mm. yeah not something i would have thought about 
Damn. Oh, yeah. Well, it was depressing but very informative, but also kind of hopeful as well. Cause yeah, I feel no, like we, we were... We covered know, the ways to go, like, yeah. fix it and stuff. Like, yeah. potential ways. I, was, I don't think it was, you know, glass half empty. I think it was no. definitely just informative and kind of just realizing. I think it, So that's why I want, it, want people to listen to this. Yeah. So. I think it's made me realize just how shit humans are, man. I understand, because me and Stella talked about this, because, like, throughout this year, obviously it's been a shit year, but um, Stella was really into a uni course, and she was telling me, like, how... So interesting. Yeah, I mean, and, well, you're telling, like, how depressing everything is, and you're kind yeah. of, like, having a phase where you're like, fuck humans. <laughs> well, and I understand <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. What the fuck? Freaking well, existential crisis. Yes, Why bruh. am I human? <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, I want to be a bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, humans are shit, but we have the power, and mm. we can get into the position to fix this. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. And that's just, again, it goes to the education, so this becomes mainstream, and... Well, we do, can do something about it and change that I humans aren't shit. Even in doing this, if we reached 14 people and they listen to this entire podcast, that's 14 different people. Who knows how far their reach is? Mm. They've learned something and hopefully come Just, away with they a different can perspective. Some facts, yeah. You know? yeah, and that's 14 more they people. They learn about the schmog. <laughs> yes, well, that's 14 more people on our side. And it's small things like this pushing people mm. to the right in the right direction is a super powerful thing because it all adds up mm. Mm. Oh. it's crucial really if we're to survive yeah literally i hope a lot of people listen to this one to be honest don't give a fuck about the other ones it's all for fun but <laughs> this one's actually kind of important <laughs> yeah, yeah, i agree uh, but well i think we've we've covered everything i think so any final words stella um pick up your rubbish yeah mm. pick up your rubbish don't listen that's what, i think we're definitely getting better with that yeah for sure yeah it's well, I mean, it still it still goes on, but I, like I even remember as a kid, mm. like it was bad, but now it's definitely becoming more well known. To yeah, thank I see. You. I feel like I see less litter than I did as a kid. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sea Cleaners, for picking up our litter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, but actually, I guess the one thing I was going to say is like, what's what's something people can go forward thinking and potentially just doing, even just little things for the environment. So whether it be picking up rubbish, what are some things you can tell people to do to help? Yeah. Just yeah. little things. Well, that's a little thing. I like. I try to pick up at least one piece of rubbish a day. And if I go to a beach, I'll make sure, like, sometimes I have a plastic bag with me. Like, just pick up anything you see. We literally did this yesterday. We went to the beach and we walked home with but trash. That's, <laughs> but that's not Sorry. hard, though. If you, if you literally just keep a plastic bag. Well, no, it's I mean, good. I mean, it's ironic because you're using plastic, but... You can get I didn't put it in a plastic bag. I anyway, just anyway. But you can get biodegradable have, bags. Ha- have yeah. a bag in your have car. Have a bag, yeah. Or just, just pick it up. Well, yeah, that, yeah, but, yeah. you know, if you just always have a bag in your car, and that's not tolling at all, right? It's not right? hard. No. And because the thing is, especially in beaches, it'll just go into the ocean, mm. group into the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, or be eaten by Even if it's just five terrible. minutes. Yeah. That's five minutes worth of picking up a oh, that was Bro, it literally not... just takes you a second to pick it up. You could just yeah. be doing, having fun at the beach, and you see a piece of rock. This is literally what Stella does. She's pretty good at this. Mm. Well, pretty good. She's great at it. She just literally sees it, and she's like, eh, nope. Mm. There. I see it. It's, it's pretty impressive. I don't know, but what else? Picking up rubbish? Any other little things? Um, recycling. Supermarkets take soft plastics for recycling, so don't put it in the in the rubbish bin. Put it in like a separate bag. It's what my mum does, and um, I hope most supermarkets do. There's a place called Huckleberry in Browns Bay. I'm pretty not sure familiar. they not familiar. Not familiar. No. Oh well, it's like um, it's like a healthy organic supermarket. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and they do they take soft plastics which are recycled. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, Huckleberry. Um, yeah, another thing I reckon that people could definitely start doing if you're in the position is just start eating less meat as well. Yeah. Like, at least try to, you know, if you're a big 
meat eating family try to do one day a week not eating meat you know yeah yeah um that is quite good to do i guess if you can as well composting if you can that's a good thing for the soil yeah yeah try and grow your own veggies if you have the space yeah Mm. it's quite good any other final things hmm you've covered a lot true yeah, yeah. yes carpooling carpooling yeah. ride your bike motherfuckers <laughs> oh yeah bus bus when you can yeah mm. that's true no see little things that don't take much effort you just got to do you know schedule reschedule your stuff and you mm. can make it easy just shift your mindset just a little yeah, bit yeah that's really what it is do it yeah. for you as well don't feel like oh it's for the planet do it for you yeah because it is and it's for your children and your grandchildren our grandchildren are going to feel it the most yeah because if we continue on this path, it'll be like the 22nd century when everything starts just crashing. I think just the biggest thing, like you said, the mindset. But what people think is like, oh, by me picking up this one rubbish, like what's that going to do? But, you know, you've said it before. It's like mm. every little bit counts, you know. Yeah. So if everyone just started doing that kind of thing, yeah. which hopefully will become the norm with, the, again, the education, um, which I think we are on the right path, that it, it'll, it'll get somewhere. Yeah, and use your own uh, reusable bottles. Yeah. Keep cups. Yeah. No plastic. Yeah. Buy, <laughs> buy glass if you can, if you're getting a drink. Mm. Or yeah. just have your own bottle. It's glass better. is mm. good. Glass yeah. is good. Better. Well, I think that's about it. Yeah, Alrighty. thanks for having me. Oh, thanks no, for No, it was really here. good. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite ones. Mm, for sure. I feel like I say that every time, but they just keep getting better. I was going to say, I say that every time as well, but <laughs> yeah. every literally... time I enjoy it. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah, and as Lucas said, it was super informative, so thank you. Nice, you're welcome. Well, you'll be on again soon, I hope. Yes, surely. Yeah. Part two, how are we doing in the environment world? Because <laughs> well, I know Weijan wants to come on. Oh, Again, that so. could be a good one mm. to get you and Weijan and then you can kind of bounce off each other. Mm. Mm. Well, I, I was talking to him recently and he was saying he wants to bring his brother as well. Oh, And yeah. he's saying that he's even more passionate about that. Okay, that would be interesting. And I was like, yeah, do it. Bring him, bring him on. Because I think, I don't think he like felt like ganged up or anything because we, we weren't picking on him or anything like that. But I, he was just kind of on his own. Yeah. I mean, there was yeah. Katan, but, but different Katan, mindsets. Yeah, it's different. Right. Um, yeah. But it was, it, he was picking on Katan. <laughs> his yeah. whole religion. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. oh, well. Fuck, it was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> we love him. We love him. Anyway, I think we'll uh, catch everyone next week. Thank you for listening. Double digits. Double digits, baby. Ooh. We got there. Well, Happy te- birthday. Technically, this is number 10, but... Uh, yeah, fuck you, Remy, you bastard. Oh, fuck oh. I will never forgive you for that. Man. <laughs> this is... We have to mention this every single yeah. podcast. <laughs> never letting it go. Oh. Yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. We'll uh, catch you next week. See ya. See ya.